This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the judgiest place on the internet. My <laughs> name is Josh. My name is Rick. And my name is Christian. And we are the, the Judges, boys, girls, and envies. We're hot. That's it. Yeah, it's been like 90 Il- degrees this week. Illinois has been bussin' bussin'. My AC broke the day I went to go turn it on for the season. Is it broke, broke? Busted, no, busted. I had to wire around the paneling to make it Mm. so it worked and by i i mean a guy okay cool and now it works cool cool, cool, that's all that really matters it doesn't feel like it's working in this room at the moment but that's fine this room is warm yeah probably because you're in a sweatshirt it's probably because of this that is fucking hot oh i hate it oh i just want it to rip and be done with you know Speaking of ripping and be done with, guys, we do have some mail to rip open. However, oh. first, head over to our Patreon. Sign up. $1. Ad-free episodes. We're getting more ads on our episodes. Therefore, You're going to want to hop it now. That, yeah. You don't want to hear our ads. Head on over to uh, patreon.com slash judgespod. $1. Unlimited access to ad-free episodes and entrance to our discord and if you want to chip Whoa! four extra dollars a month five total you get bonus content that's right baby we love that we love that for us and then we can support erica of not having to work now erica one package one one package Only one we've got three there and an envelope i think you're gonna want this one did you already open it um i well not that one I opened them up in the essence, in the, in the uh, essence, in the, in the, in the. What what am I looking for? In the blank of time, in the essence of time, uh, for the essence essence of time, in in the, in 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 in, yep. I don't think essence of time is right, but that's the one you're gonna want to open up and this letter. Do they go together? No, but we'll save the rest for something else. And guys, if you (gasps) want to send in your own stuff for us to open up and read and react to that's p.o box 58 ottawa illinois 61350 what is it like a finger there is no note in here it's just from emily in new jersey and it's just four stickers okay um help my dog is trapped in a pickle and he doesn't like it at all That's uh oh, it's a realistic dog. That's something. I like that. That's so cute. I hope that's not your real dog. I hope that's not based on a true story. I like that. There's no note. I think that's funny. I think the spic the stickers do the speaking. They really do. You in know? this all case, right. not always, but in this case, yeah. I think it really gets uh, the message. A across. picture's worth a thousand words. A uh, sticker's worth ten thousand churds. This Absolutely one preach, brother. It's from Ships and Return Department. <gasps> really? I can't believe they reached out. I've been a huge fan of theirs. We you know we've been sending stuff back and forth for a while. I can't believe they they finally decided to. Was this just like an elaborate scheme so someone could ship us something, but for free? It's a baby <laughs> onesie. Wow. <clears throat> all right, hey, and this it one's says awesome. on it, it's in all black with white text. My parents have a podcast in all capital ABP always be plug in <laughs> at the Judges Pod. Now, I love listener, it. I do have a note. It's just Judges Pod. It's not oh, the Judges Pod. Come. We'll scratch it off. Some, I got some electrical tape. Yeah, I'll fill it in with with Sharpie. 
have your baby puke only on that part of their belly. <laughs> Very cute. But there you go. Now your Thank baby can you. be plugging. I can't wait to have the baby plugging all the time. I mean, we also have the piss baby bib. bib yep. So wonderful. Thank you so much. And there you go. Like I said, guys, PO Box 50, Ottawa, Illinois, 61350. It's in the description. Did you ever think about looking? Did you ever think about looking at the description? Just scroll down. The episode notes? Just a little bit. There's a lot of cool stuff in there. Hmm. I use ASCII art to draw out my rendition of Erica's feet. Why? You didn't even ask me if I wanted to get in on that hot, hot action. I didn't ask you, Christian, but I did ask Erica to find some stories because we don't just make ASCII art of Erica's feet on this podcast. We also podcast on this podcast and boys, girls, and unbees. What that entails is us going online, finding silly little stories and making silly little voices <laughs> and <laughs> laughing at them and judging them and reading them. And sometimes the queen herself does that. It's me. That is Erica. Um, Did I, the last time I read, did I read Am I the Asshole for taking an ancestry test when my mom told me not to? Nope. I didn't. Well, I don't know. You didn't read titles. I always read the title, Joshua. That's the bit. All right. Well, um, this one was. That's it. That's the title right there. <laughs> um, yes. Go back and listen to it if you yes, really want to know. Yes, I did read it. No, yes, they're the asshole. Okay. Well, uh, this was sent as a screenshot from Reddit on Instagram to the judge's Instagram account. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> we love to see our f- listeners doing the work. All right, and then I took a screen screenshot, so it's in my photos. Oh, this really is making the rounds. so meta. Yeah. Uh, I've always been interested in ancestry, and I have a degree in biology, so I kind of understand these things. I decided oh. to... Here what? we go. I hate geneticists. Can I say that? As a, as a scientist, you're allowed to say the that. The most arrogant people I know are geneticists. How many geneticists do you know? One. And guess what? They absolutely fucking suck Mm -hmm. i decided to do one and got one off amazon i told my mom what i was doing and she was trying to talk me out of it saying that the government was using it to take our dna and store it in databases yep i mean yeah that's the truth i mean that is technically how science works is you need more genomes to help sequence genomes correct and this is also like how they're linking serial killers and unsolved crimes and oh That's how the Golden State Killer was found. I'm never doing a DNA test for unrelated reasons. Okay. Um, Big libertarian over there. <laughs> Real don't tread on me guy. I'm only a libertarian when it comes to how many people I've murdered. Like, it's just, you know, my body's my choice. You know what I mean? I did it anyway because I had already bought it and assumed it was harmless. My ancestors came out as roughly half Scottish slash English and half Mexican slash South American. Okay. I was shocked because my dad is Italian, and I know my mom Mama is English. Mamma mia! <laughs> I told my dad, not even suspecting the real answer, because I looked too much like him, and we have similar habits. We're, we're both geneticists and just real pieces of shit. My dad didn't believe I was Mexican and told me the test is fake because he know he knows his family comes from Italy. I told a friend about it. And she immediately told me to take a DNA test against my dad because he might not be biologically related to me. And it turned out she's 100% that bitch. Can you hit him with a boo? Boo. Thank you. I could see that you didn't want to do that, Christian. Thank you. I'm glad you can see it in my (laughs) eyes. (laughs) I told her she was crazy and laughed it off, but something just kept me fixated on what if she was right? I asked my dad, and he was really hesitant because he couldn't believe my mom might have cheated. We did end up doing the test, and I am not biologically related. And I feel so stupid because it should have been so obvious as soon as the test came out. I don't look Mexican at all. I look white. My dad told me he still loves me, but it's torn my family apart. Wait. what? I don't understand that sentence. You are Mexican. She said that she doesn't look Mexican. But like she, I don't know, I guess it didn't make sense the way she said, like, I should have known when it came back. I don't look Mexican, but you are Mexican. Therefore, you do look Mexican. I think it meant, like, (laughs) I should have known on the first one what this meant rather than really dragging the dad through it, right? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I think that's what she meant. Yeah, like what you said. 
My brother did a DNA test and he is my dad's biological son. Bitch. Holy shit. Just want to shut up. But my other brother refuses to do it because he looks the least like our dad and probably isn't. How do you cheat and get three kids separate? Like that's dedication to the cheating at that point. Yeah, that's true. That's admirable at that point. To keep an affair that I secret. Don't, I don't know if admirals admirable's the right word there, but hey. Admiral's not the right word either. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I won't stand up for this cyberbullying, all right? It's not cyber if it's in person. Just because it ends oh, up on the internet doesn't he mean meant cypher bullying. <laughs> <laughs> Who's hopping on the next verse, all right? My mom and dad are fighting all the time and are probably divorcing. My grandparents from both <laughs> from both sides thought I should have kept it quiet and not done the test, and I totally regret it. Typical grandparent vibes right there. Yeah, just stick it out. You should have kept the dirty little secret. And now you're an all South American reject. How about that? Boo. Well, I guess half South American reject. Props to the mom for cheating and get away with it for no. 20 odd years. And she would have found out of room for those damn meddling kids and that well, stupid dog. Absolutely. I don't think the there was a dog, dog involved. No, there was heavily implied dog involvement. That sucks. You know, a similar yeah. thing happened in my family. Mm -hmm. But the difference was my brother took the DNA, DNA test, test and he found out he wasn't 100% that bitch. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He took the DNA test and he was not any percent Portuguese. And my grandma is 100% Portuguese on my father's side. So he like called my mom's sister and was like, this is crazy. No Portuguese. And she's like, you need to talk to your mom. <laughs> Turns out the whole family knew that there was a possibility. But at least they, because didn't you say that was like right at the beginning of your parents' relationship? Yeah, that was, my mom was, you know, in her hoe phase and it hey. wasn't like anything serious. My dad came back from uh, Vietnam. Did he really? No. I was going to say, wait, Vietnam, that's not the right time frame. For <laughs> my dad was in the East middle. Coast, my, Vietnam, same thing. <laughs> my dad came back from uh, the East Coast. He was going through a divorce. Oh, okay. And then met my mom. Flew back out east, came back. My mom was multiple months pregnant, and he's like, "I'm gonna stay with you as it's my husband, my manly duty." And then she said, "Fuck off." Did she really? Really? And then he just stuck around. I guess he grew on her. Okay. So very similar, but didn't spawn from a cheating situation, which no. is very awkward. Yeah. It was also awkward for us, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, that's that, pretty yeah. awkward situation but, be put in but also your mom didn't lie about it that's true my dad knew the whole time your dad knew the whole just, time literally my whole family knew about it whole extended family just not me and my brother i mean <laughs> they tried to how tell do you bring you, that up though they tried to tell you multiple times <laughs> that you wouldn't get off fucking quake to listen okay <laughs> quake what, what games is... didn't you play quake <laughs> no what is that Christian, you are unreal man <laughs> what is quake a computer game? It ran on Command Unreal Engine. Command and Conquer is what you guys played. So, yeah, absolutely. Multiple cheatings, potentially. I don't think she's the asshole for taking a DNA test, especially if it's no. something that she's interested in. No. Yeah. I mean, it's... you're an asshole for liking genetics. But, oh, yeah. my God. Shut up. No, that's true. That's true. That part's very true. No, uh, it's not. No, you're not in the wrong at all. Like, And for your family member saying you should have just kept quiet. like That's also shitty. It's better to air the laundry. Yeah. Your dad doesn't deserve that. That Correct. just feels like grandparent mentality to me, though. Yeah. Like, how yeah. many times have you guys, like, discovered a secret family? I mean, clearly, you just Once. talked about it. <laughs> Where there's just, like, a, a family secret, and it's like, oh, yeah, no. The grandparents just swore it to secrecy until they're, like, on their deathbed, and you're going through, like, memorabilia. What's it called when a grandparent dies and they have leftover stuff? Things. Yeah, memorabilia sounds better. Um, and you go through, and you're just like, "What's up with the like fifth grandkid there?" And it's just like, "Oh yeah, no, they uh, they died of tetanus." I'm just like, "Oh, we're just never gonna talk about that." I've had a few of those come up. Yeah, but your family's large and uh, spider networking. Yeah, yeah, real brambly over there on yeah. that. Yeah, family there tree. was um, there was an affair that resulted in. A child. They put that child up for adoption. Oh, good. I don't and know then, why I thought you were going to say they put that child down. 
<laughs> it's like, well, okay. No, it was different times. Brothers, it was 1994. Man. All right. Different times. It was way earlier than that. Um, yeah. So it was my great grandpa had an affair and then he forced the mistress to give up the child for adoption. Okay. They continued the affair. She got pregnant again. Grandma, my, my great grandma found out, divorced him. They kept this one. Um, yeah, he's pretty, I like that kid. He's pretty cool. But then the only reason we all found out about this was because the uh, child that was put up for adoption did a DNA test mm. and found my grand, because my great grandfather died uh, a long time ago. And so he, she, I don't even remember if it was a man or a woman. I don't remember. Um, they contacted my great grandmother and she was like, I don't want anything to do with you. Well, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, and then I also found out that my grandmother's grandparents were murderers. Whoa! So your grandpa was a lady killer, and his grandpa were lady killers. No, this is different families. <laughs> and then um, I found out, so my one great-grandma... This is all through DNA tests? No. Oh, this is just family drama. This is just they family went drama. Through, they went through... M- grandma's memorabilia. memorabilia they went through her estate well no um no my my one great grandmother <laughs> your great grandparents were the golden state killer that's how they figured out <laughs> no i didn't know the the murdering grand great grandpa i didn't know him good <laughs> yeah, yeah probably right that's fair anyway my one great grandmother started getting dementia and she's in a nursing home now but she when she was still like mostly with it but still starting to like get the dementia she would let out secrets when we were talking oh my that's kind of awesome that's like a novella waiting to happen yeah Yeah. so she'd we'd be in conversation and all of a sudden something would slip out and i I would be like wait tell me more and she was like oh i don't think i was supposed to tell you that you don't remember it's out now grandma keep going you don't remember when great grandpa jeffrey murdered those four women also a different side of the family I have a lot of separation in the family, but it's all very large and spread out. And they're all murderers. All my great great grandparents no, are murderers. Just the, I should have never told either one of you this. Coming this Cut all winter, this out. Darlene's daydreams. <laughs> An old woman locked up in a nursing home, spilling beans to all the sweet teens who come in to visit their old gram. But guess what? She was faking her dementia the whole time and was just trying to get some hot tea out. I wish. Do you want to know what the tea was? More? What was it? That my dad was put in a sane asylum for a hot minute because he had a bad trip on acid and ended up getting arrested, so they put him in the psych ward. Hey. You sometimes you hope acid fixes those issues and it didn't really help with him. You either get ego death or your whole life spiral. Which like it's not that big of a deal. That that happened. Uh, he kind of sucks. To <laughs> this I mean, he day. sucks. Like that's why I don't care airing the laundry. He's piece of shit. But like, it's not that big of a deal. No. But the fact that it was a secret, she was like, um, I don't think I was supposed to tell you that. I was like, oh, I'm telling everybody now. And now it's on a podcast. To be fair, she told me that like ten years ago. So she's had dementia for. Still a great lady, though. Ricky, let's get into that second story. Second story. <laughs> so sorry. I like juicy family gossip. Like You got plenty of it, it sounds like. Are you judging? No. Yes. <laughs> it's the podcast. <laughs> what do you mean? Listeners, if you have juicy family secrets, send we'll, them in. We'll totally, Let us know we'll about totally your keep family it anonymous. Secrets. Send it in. I want to know that shit. All right. This is kind of a long one. Walter, I know you got some shit. Send it in right now. Am I the asshole for switching from non-dairy to dairy milk and inadvertently making my flatmate shit herself in an interview? Wow. I guess it really depends on if you knew they were lactose intolerant or if you labeled your milk. I'm not lactose intolerant. Okay. I buy hazelnut milk because I like to have hazelnut syrup in my coffee and adding hazelnut milk makes it even more nutty. Nice. My flatmate is severely lactose intolerant. And has been drinking my milk ever since she moved in a few months ago. I don't have any issue sharing milk with her, but the issue is that she drinks so much of it all day, every day, 
that I'll get a single cup of coffee out of an entire carton. It sounds like you have an issue with it. <laughs> Sometimes she'll drink the entire carton before I've even had a single drink. And then she never replaces it or refunds me or even acknowledges it wasn't hers to drink in the first place. I don't like her. At some point, she stopped buying her own milk. Probably a geneticist. Fuck off. <laughs> I asked her many times why she was drinking my milk and said that if she does, she can just buy a new carton. And she would say sorry and that she's just grabbed the first milk she saw and she'd get me a new one, but she never would. Absolute horseshit excuse. That's such a weak lie. That's such a bad lie. She started getting annoyed when I would bring it up and would say I was being overdramatic when I mentioned how much it was costing me. Last week, I got sick of it and decided to go back to drinking dairy milk, thinking that was thinking that as she's severely lactose intolerant, she would stop and buy her own milk. I thought wrong. The dairy milk is clearly labeled. Mm -hmm. It has a bright red label on it that says cow's milk. Ew, whole milk? Oh. This is in another country, so it might be a different labeling system. But here in the Midwest, the red label is whole milk, which is gross. All milk is gross. The dairy is clearly labeled. It has a bright red label on it that says cow's milk, but she just she still helps herself. Unfortunately, the day she decided to drink the dairy milk was the day she had a new job interview. And the effects of the dairy-laced coffee she took with her kicked in as soon as she was in the middle of it. And she didn't make it in time. She came home absolutely furious and laid into me about how I ruined her life, how this job was the opportunity she needed, and I destroyed it for her by being a selfish cunt. Well, okay. And that I did it. Different country, different country. <laughs> that I did it deliberately because I was too uptight to share my milk. Well, she needed a new job to afford to buy her own milk. Yeah, that was really the whole dilemma here. She, t she was heeding your advice and getting the job to pay for the milk. Here are the reasons why my flatmate thinks I'm in the wrong. I knew she was lactose intolerant and so knew if she drank my milk, she would get violently ill. So okay. by switching to dairy milk when I knew she was drinking my milk, and might potentially drink it again, was putting her at risk. She also said that sharing milk isn't a big deal and that I'm selfish. She thinks I was overreacting and being cruel just for the sake of it. Sh and that I should have spoken to her about it instead of secretly changing milks. Sharing milk isn't a big deal. Yeah. But you aren't sharing. You're stealing. Correct. Sharing implies that they get more than one cup's worth of, one cup of coffee worths of milk out of a milk. Or that she would be contributing to it financially as yeah. well. Uh, she has threatened to report me to the police, but I don't think she has a leg to stand on. Regardless, she is making our flat very uncomfortable to live in. She's taken my leftovers from the fridge and opened up my milk and left it to ruin. What? Leaves all her mess everywhere for me to clean up and has misplaced documents of mine. Is this all stuff that's happened since or like is also new? Like also she's a bad flatmate. I think this has happened since. Like in response to? Yeah. You should tell her you're allergic to uh, messes and then throw and arrest her. Citizens arrest. Uh, it's so crazy. It turns out I'm allergic to bad flatmates. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I guess you're going to kind of have to move. Uh, police, yeah. There's an allergen in here. <laughs> she needs to be evicted. I mean, it's her fault, like, for drinking the milk. You have to know that you're, like, it's your allergy. It's up to you to not eat the things that are clearly labeled with your allergy. Yeah, as somebody who's both lived with people who have dietary, like extreme dietary restrictions and also have like delved into non-dairy milks. Uh, they pretty fucking clearly make the things look different. No milk dairy substitute is like, we're trying to make it look exactly like a milk gallon, guys. Yeah. It's very clearly differently labeled. I don't know how that can't catch your eyes, especially when the entire premise of you, you and your flatmates relationship has been centered around milk and milk only you would maybe expect milk to change yeah especially yeah. didn't it say they were only living together for like a month at this point if i'm having an ex uh, uh, important event a la opportunity of a lifetime in the form of an interview i am being the most careful little boy 
oh, the yeah. day of out of anxiety. <laughs> yeah. I'm not putting a single thing into my body that might make me a little bit upset. Yeah, no, that was definitely stress diarrhea and not lactose diarrhea. <laughs> but I mean, it's probably lactose diarrhea as well. It's Dollaria. not like she intentionally put something that would make her sick in her body. I mean, she grabbed a carton well, that has always been in that spot and assumed it was the thing that she always drinks. I'm eating only complex carbs, is what I'm saying. Granola bars. She's putting it did into her just, coffee, though. Did you what. just defend her? They're flat me? <laughs> I'm. I am just saying. That's what I mean. it was but, labeled different. It'd be like saying there was like Coke was sitting in this spot every single time. Now I'm mad that there was a can of beer there instead. It's like, <laughs> yeah, they look close enough, but it's like it should clearly catch your eye. All I'm saying it's is fair. like, there's no routine task on my day that wouldn't go un unlooked over. Like I'm, I'm taking a full. Of a I'm grabbing the handles in the shower. I'm wearing my seatbelt when I drive. You should be anyway. I'm not trying to see how long I can look away from the road just as a little fun game. I'm not doing any of that. I'm, I'm never not doing in that. A vehicle I said with I'm you not, doing not that. watching TikToks as I drive. I'm not recording TikToks while I drive. I'm not playing that knife finger game with a butcher cleaver. <laughs> horizontally i'm not doing that is all i'm saying i'm not taking doing that. extra precautions on the day of the interview do you think she got any sympathy points from shitting her pants at the interview oh, well to be fair the job she was interviewing for was a shit she on nice. commander oh <laughs> so she kind of nailed it but it's a little bit too wet Ooh. They, they really well, wanted a, a solid stool we were looking for a four yeah. and he kind of gave us a seven they were looking for a before actress for an activia commercial and she Almost nailed the part. Gross. Could you imagine if she replaced Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis for the Activia commercials. <laughs> Could you imagine stealing the Queen's <laughs> crown like that? Tiara. The Queen wears a crown. A what? princess wears a tiara. I definitely knew that. <laughs> I was just testing you guys. <laughs> Come on. Uh. Mm-hmm. Erica, throw us to another f- fucking story. Oh, you have another story. Okay, hold on. Or, I didn't know if you wanted to go to a break. Well, then let's go to a break. No, Bye. no, I've got another story. Uh, it's is it fine. A short one? Is well, it a short I don't one? remember. I have to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just assume we're going on a break. Bye. Bye. No, it's a short one. It's a short one. And welcome, welcome back, back on this side of that half break. Erica, short story. It wasn't actually a break. It was just an awkward silence. All right, Rachel. What does that mean? Ross, Rachel, break. I don't know. I've never seen friends. I I guess that it was Ross and Rachel. I mean, whatever. They kind of go on a break or something. Okay, let me read the story you guys so desperately wanted. And here's that story. (laughs) Am I the asshole for calling my parents disgusting perverts? I mean, did you say it like in a sexy way? Because then, yeah, you are. They're not disgusting perverts for fucking in the guest bedroom. Can I say that? No. Just because I moved away to college doesn't magically make it the guest bedroom. Okay? (laughs) So, yeah, they kind of are disgusting perverts. The pillow still has C embroidered on it. C for cum? Men. Come in. (laughs) My 17-year-old female, parents in their mid-40s, sat me down last year to have a talk. Okay. Apparently, they've been swingers for years. Okay. And shouts out your parents. Hell yeah, that's awesome. And now that I was getting older and doing more stuff on my own, wanted to let me know about it rather than me stumbling over something on my own and thinking one or both of them was cheating. Okay. It was kind of mortifying at the time, but I tried my best not to think about their sex lives. Fair enough. That willful ignorance shattered on monday well i have my own computer theirs is the only one hooked up to a printer and i needed to print something for school get a wireless printer come on it's 2022 i asked my mom for permission got my thumb drive sat down in their computer to load up word and found their private discord channel left open okay these parents are awesome yeah what kind of i barely know how to use discord and these fuckers are Rendezvousing a swing sesh? They're fucking in a... They're mid-40-year-olds fucking in a Discord chat. That's awesome. 
I would have ignored it, but I just kind of noticed my own name there, and I confess I took a peek. Oh. They were talking to a young, she looked late 20s in the pictures uploaded, black woman who wanted to know when I would be out of the house for a while so she could properly serve mistress and master again. I read a bit more, and apparently both of my parents have been having this weird master and slave role play with this woman for almost two years. Don't like the race play there. I don't like that. Parents are no longer cool. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. The discord part makes sense now that they're racist. This turned (laughs) so quickly. Okay. I tried to keep it to myself and just pretend I didn't see anything, but they noticed I was acting weird and withdrawn around them. And asked me what was wrong at dinner last night. I'm not sure what I meant to say, but it just came out that I found out about their little sex toy. And I couldn't believe they could be such racist, disgusting perverts. Hang on. The person who wrote the story just referred to the human as a little sex toy? Yes. Okay. Well, hey, Apple don't fall far. All right. Okay. Uh, My mom started crying and dad started trying to explain the ethics of his pervert group. But it was hard to listen to, and dinner just kind of broke up in acrimony. Great word. What the fuck does acrimony mean? Yeah, that is a good word. I have no clue. The opposite of ceremony, I believe. Okay. I'll look it up. Okay. Mom came by later that evening wanting to talk, but I kept the door locked and said I didn't want to speak to her. I brought it up with a bunch of my friends at school, but most of them think that it's okay as long as everyone involved is having fun. But it's not their parents, and I feel sick to my stomach just thinking of how weird it is. But maybe my friends are right. Am I the asshole? Should I apologize to my parents? This feels like a real slippery slope of a kink, right? It feels real bad. The opposite of acrimony is goodwill. So acrimony means bitterness or ill feeling. Okay. Feeling. Yeah. I I, I see where the friends are coming from, where it's like if everybody's agreeing to what's going on it's like yeah but it's like this feels bad i i mean i guess i'm assuming that the person the the people who are playing the master roles are white yeah it's, uh that's not specified it's, yeah, yeah it's not it's specified i guess implied but it feels weird for any white person to consent to being a master <laughs> yeah that's odd to me. I don't care if that makes me not cool Prude. with the swingers. <laughs> I don't like get race rid play of the pineapples, sense. Josh. I'm wondering if it's it's more of just like the terms that you use in the swinger, like a uh, dom versus submissive. Yeah, but they already have those terms. But that's what I'm saying, though, is that in like this role play scenario, it doesn't necessarily have to mean. Yeah, but they I, already have terms of I dom and sub, and they decide to, to switch it to master and slave. But <laughs> in a situation like when I'm, if I was talking to Christian, I'd be like, "Oh, hey, dom." No, you don't say that when you're ass, in a dom. Hey, domass. <laughs> well, I do say that, but um, you don't like. When you're role playing, you don't say Yeah. But you could my role- dominatrix or whatever. You could role play as anything other than slave and master. Yeah. I but guess- the other thing is she's we- consenting to it. Yeah. We don't need it. She's hey, actively participating. I don't not, need to defend this I'm, at all. I'm not putting <laughs> I'm not putting judgments on the person there. I'm putting judgments on the presumably white people doing it. Like that right, that's th- fair. They're I, a lot more fucked up. I just want to know if you saved this story because I have been calling you a pervert for the slightest inconveniences. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> you said this is gonna be a hang on. You said this would be a quick story, and then you were like, "Hey, yeah, race play in in a <laughs> in a swingers." It was a shorter story. <laughs> I, <laughs> you didn't specify that you wanted a short discussion too. Uh, you can elaborate. So I I think using pervert as like a playful word. No. Oh, as like derogatory term. Like, if instead of calling Erica a dumbass, I'll call her a pervert. So like, <laughs> example here is we went to Target the other day. Uh-huh. Perv Central. And Erica tried to cut halfway through the sword. Normally, 12 years of Target, she makes me walk the entire path, the same exact path every time. This time, she's like, we're going to cut halfway through. And I said, you little pervert, making us go the short <laughs> the way. Bra- through the bra section. I get it. No, yeah. we cut out the garden section. 
pervert, right? <laughs> Absolute perv. So I like calling or just like over stupid things like that. I'll call her a pervert. And I think it's really funny. Yeah, great bit. Like you leave your dirty socks on the floor and he's like, you yeah. fucking pervert. You a dirty little pervert. Um, Yeah. Well, it's a fun word. Yeah, perv is a fun word. So this kid is an asshole because A, you're snooping through things that you shouldn't be snooping through. But also the parents shouldn't have left it open. Secondly... He's going to his friends and talking to uh, talking to them about like his parents' private information, and I don't think that's cool either. You gotta confide in someone. Okay, yes. I don't know. One or two people, not a bunch of your friends at school. Bro, if I found out my parents were doing some racist shit, I might tell the whole world. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Is that fair me? enough? Hey, you know, fair no. enough. I I guess I I see where you're coming from with like you know the snooping and stuff. I mean, in all fairness to the parents, like you know they were just trying to be open and honest with the kid. Mm-hmm. They are in a, a presumably consensual relationship with all these people. You know they've done no wrong there. So yeah, I guess I would have to say that he's an asshole, the person who wrote the story, and I'm not happy about it. Female. Yeah. I thought so. Female. I thought so. And then you started using he hymns over here. And how about we get to a we trim? I don't know, man. Let's you, go to you a said, break. Hey, you said hey, garden let's, center. No, let's go. Hey, let's go to a break. This little pervert's fucking it up. See you on the other side. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're about to have a second dad on this podcast. I am famously the daddy of the podcast, and Christian's mm, about, about to be, to be the, the father. father of the podcast. Kay. And how about we thank our sponsor, our fa- sponsor, father, sponsor, father, our sponsor, Storyworth. Storyworth is an online service that helps you and your dad or father figure connect through sharing stories and memories and preserves them for years to come. The thing is about people in your life is you don't learn about them unless you ask questions. And that's where StoryWorth comes in to help. Every week, StoryWorth emails your dad a thought-provoking question or choice from a vast pool of possible options. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought of, like, what's one of your fondest childhood memories? Or have you ever feared for your life? After one calendar year... StoryWorth will compile all of those questions, stories, photos, and put them into a beautiful little keepsake book that the whole family can share for generations to come. Give all the fathers in your life a meaningful gift you can both cherish for years to come. StoryWorth. Right now, for a limited time, you can save $10. That's 10 bucks. And hey, dads love to be frugal. That's a gift in and of itself is saying, hey, dad, I saved 10 bones on this. Well, you can save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash judges. That's story, S-T-O-R-Y, worth, W-O-R-T-H, dot com slash judges, J-U-D-G-I-E-S, to save $10. Ten bucks. On your first purchase. <laughs> storyworth.com slash judges. Thanks, Storyworth. And thanks, Dad. Ten bucks. It's called data. And they store it and it's data that you're collecting about your dad. Bye. Boo. And welcome back to this side of the podcast. Hi. Welcome back. That last story, Erica, you said quick. It was over 12 minutes of deliberation and such. 12 minutes. You asked for another story. 12 minutes later. And now... <laughs> We're going to move on to a little thing we like to call the, the circle, circle jerk. 
because we jerge around this circle. Now, normally we offer up our own pieces of our lives. Erica did that earlier. If you want to go ahead and keep it like all canonical and bullshit and like in line with the lore, replace what I'm about to say here with Erica talking about her family tree and then put this part after it. Who gives a rat? Okay. Sass. I found, I guess I dug a hole. You know when you you find one thing and you're like, I need to understand where this came from. Okay, yes. I was pushed on my Google News thing, a story titled, an article, an internet article titled, My husband and I love Disney World so much that we built a house exactly 15 minutes from the park. Okay, so they're rich white people. Yeah, it sounds like that, step one. Being a Disney adult with that much money feels dangerous. Correct. It feels reckless. Yeah, I agree. So let's just read through this article, and I'll I'll definitely share where my questions came up. If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, mm-hmm. uh, let me know. So this person writes, I always dreamed of living near Disney World. So when my husband and I moved in together. Quick question. Mm-hmm. Which one is Disney World? Florida. Florida and Disneyland is California. Well, hmm, yeah. all I know is they live in they live in Florida. So, okay. Yeah. So when my husband and I moved in together, we built our house 15 minutes away. But before we moved in together, my boyfriend and now husband and I were traveling to Disney World multiple times a month. Do they already live in Florida? I guess you could call us Disney adults. How far away are they living at this point? That's what I'm saying. Uh, They don't mention. But the next sentence is, so when we took that next step, we packed up everything we owned and moved to Orlando instead of staying in our hometown. So they moved to Florida. So they must have been at least a drive to get there. Mm -hmm. For the first year, we just rented an apartment in Celebration, Florida, a tiny town near the Disney parks to make sure we liked living in the Disney bubble. Hey, that's smart. Hey, curiosity got to me. Town called Celebration, Florida. Let's just see how tiny it is. And granted, it's uh, 7,000, 10,000 people. However, what's this person, uh, they hyperlink to a different story. Celebration is a town built by Disney World. That makes sense, Mm -hmm. right? It's literally architecturally designed for people to like live in near the park. Okay. Is this made for like employees? Yeah, or? like employees, or this is just just for, for the freaks, just for the just for the freaks. It wasn't even like originally second. built for employees to live mm. there. Um, Celebration, Florida. Uh, it's a tiny town close to the Disney Park with a quaint atmosphere. Uh, it's been in the news for a recent brutal murder that took place there in January of 2020. Erica, where are your great great grandparents in January of 2020? Dead. It was a murder suicide. We solved it. Wasn't my grandparents? <laughs> Could have been. Hey. Uh, so, it was a town built by the Walt Disney Company in March of 1994. Uh, some believe it was originally supposed to be inspired by Walt Disney's dream of creating a perfect utopian city, which would have been named the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow, Epcot. But they didn't have the balls to call it that. Well, no, because they would have copyright things and, you know, they've already got Epcot in the park. So it would just be very confusing. Right. Yeah. The branding would have been all off. Yeah. Yeah. His original plan involved placing the entire city under a climate controlled dome and limiting transportation options to maximize monorail usage. This is insane. This is like madman thoughts and behaviors, right? Yeah. This is when you have too much money. Like you look at it and some people are like, oh, that's so cool and like quirky and it's all I see is, like, this is a psychopath. It's five miles away from Hollywood Studios, which is the nearest Disney park, and Magic Kingdom is about eight miles away. But regardless, I looked up the median price of a house there is $680,000. Average cost of a 960-square-foot rental is about uh, $1,900. Whoa. So, you know, it's not just... They made it seem like, oh, we just decided to rent in this quaint little town that was built by, for, and in Disney. Anyway, back to the... That was a little... That was my first little spin-off of the original story. Okay. We quickly decided we wanted to plant more permanent roots, so we began our research. Some of our top recommendations for nearby residential areas include Windermere, Winter Garden, Horizon West, and Gotha. So these are all just 
Disney towns. Those all are fake names for fake towns made by a corporation. You tell me a place in tropical Florida is that's called Winter Garden isn't based on a false premise set yeah. by, a, I don't know, Snow White and those seven little dwarves. Eventually, we had a custom home built right behind Magic Kingdom because it was the most important for us to be no more than 15 minutes from the park. How did you get a home built right behind the park and it still takes you 15 minutes to get to the park? How did you find a husband that's this into Disney with you? Well, I'll tell you, Erica, Disney is a big part of our story as a couple. And that is hyperlinked to a TikTok account where they post all about Disney together. I assume they get paid a lot of money to post about Disney. Disney. So they're both fucking freaks. Yeah. Can okay. we agree? Yep. After our home was built, I got my dream proposal proposal at California Grill in the Contemporary Resort during the Magic Kingdom fireworks. Wait, what? California Grill? Hey, man. It's in Florida. It's a small world after all. <laughs> hey. It only made sense for us to also plan a Disney wedding. Of course. That's got to be so expensive. My husband and I got married at the Four Seasons Orlando on Disney property and Mickey Mouse himself attended. Now, do you think this person actually thinks it's Mickey Mouse? I would hope so. <laughs> if I'm paying the money, <laughs> I really want to be delusional. I want to be absolutely deluged into thinking that it was Mickle himself. Yeah. Mickey is, of course, famously short for Mickle. Wedding event minimums at Walt Disney World start at $7,500. Uh, I thought you were going to say $7,500. 7, if that's a minimum, like, what does that get me? A one slice of cake with Mickey Mouse that on it? That lets you take a picture <laughs> in your wedding dress in front of the castle. So I was I was like, what is what is this person? I clicked on their name because, you know, they're an article writer on this website, on Insider. They have three posts as a freelance writer. One titled, the one we just read, how my husband and I, my husband and I love Disney World so much that we built the house exactly 15 minutes from the parks. Another one, uh, that was on March 30th of 2022, they wrote that. Okay. February 14th of tw- 2022, I fell in love and got married at Disney World. Here are five of the best things for couples to do in the parks. Okay. And February 1st of 2022, my husband and I live 15 minutes from Disney World. Here are seven things we do every time we visit. I don't know what this person's main job is other than shill for Disney. Yeah, exactly. How that. do you accrue enough wealth to, one, build a new property, two, behind the Magic Kingdom? I'm going to go with um, rich parents. And then dump it all into Disney love. No, freelance writing brings in buku bucks. I I was shocked. I don't know. This story captivated me. I I've had this for since March whenever I found it. I just, this is insane. I People have too much time and money in America. We should be working. We should be working <laughs> a minimum, I don't know, 50, 60 hours a, a week. Day. Oh. I say we reinvent the time system, make it so there's only three days a week, and then work 60 out of the 70 hours in a day. Yeah. Take a quick little nap, hook you up to IV, get your necessary stuff in there while you're sleeping you know don't want to waste time chewing it's insane pull pull, pull out your teeth because you don't need them anymore they just make you talk better you don't need to communicate who are you going to communicate with your union leader they know what's best for you trust us i would rather die than live in a world that you're describing i think the world i'm describing is celebration florida but yeah that's it i just needed to vent about this person they have a tiktok account with like two hundred thousand followers i'm not going to tag them because that's fucking weird I just, my my brother, when uh, he and my mom were following a bunch of people that just literally get paid to go on cruises and review cruises, like that's their job. And it's like, how, what a, what a gig. Yeah. What a job to land in. How much money would you get paid so you can go get a flu on seven different cruises? I would really hate to have to be a cruise guy, but if I could be like a hotel guy. Just hotel rentals? They yeah. just go check out the room? Yeah, because you know there's like, you got to go to this, you know, four-star hotel in Chicago or whatever. You know you're just getting all the one stars, and you're trying to see how absorbent the sheets are for your cum. Well, yeah, well this one, you know, it bounced right off. It was actually kind of impressive at how cumophobic it was. It was, yeah. It was, 
You. It, the, I didn't the, like the, that word. It had one. The thread count was one, <laughs> and there was no cum that stuck to it. It was insane. The amount of bed bugs it had kind of gave it a resistance. You, you, the thing is, the jizz would get on the bed bugs, and they'd sort of carry it away. It was kind of like Disney in that way. Yeah, that the, the fact there's never any visible garbage in the parks. There's mm-hmm. just never any visible cum. And legally, in- nobody has ever died in that hotel because nobody stays there because it's so shitty. But I, Erica's given me the face that she wants me to keep talking about coming on bed bugs, so I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> Play him off, Erica. Play him off. This is what happens when my little brain is trying to kill time for Erica I've, to push I've the button ready. for like Play him off. 10 seconds. Longer than 10 but seconds. But please, send a listener submitted sound so we can go to our listener submitted stories. This one was sent in by somebody on our Instagram DMs. Thank you. So it's not just in the email. Fuck. Play it. Got that big goblin energy. Okay. Got that big goblin energy. <laughs> um, this is a listener submission. I love that. B- big BGE, Big Goblin Energy. That was incredible. <laughs> Nailed the goblin laugh. I loved that. Thank you. That was a lot better. Now back to coming on bed bugs. Logistically. No. Do you come more? That way your loads are smaller Abs- so it's not as strange? I strained? go absolutely goblin mode when I go review the one stars. Okay. <laughs> But yes, we're going to listen to a listener-submitted story. You can email them in at judgespot at gmail.com, and we'll read them and whatever. Or you can DM us on Instagram, whatever. Please judge my roommate. Okay. She, she makes what she calls tuna mac, craft mac and cheese, and tuna creations prepackaged tuna. Okay. It makes the entire apartment smell like tuna for days on end, and she needs to know it's terrible. This is just coming from a, as a tuna hater, this is coming from a tuna hater. I would be mad if you, like, you don't make tuna casserole unless I'm, like, gone for the weekend. Correct. And you don't make mac and cheese unless I'm gone for the weekend. This would kill both of you. Correct. If I need to kick you out of your house, I'll walk in with tuna mac. I'm the honest. We'll kick you out. What do you mean? (laughs) No, you won't get within 10 foot of this guy. It's going to be a large bowl of tuna mac. I'm using two boxes of craft dinner. I'll say it. Tuna Mac, probably pretty good. Yeah, I was going to say, this is definitely just a struggle meal from like being a child yeah. that you have now been like, no, I will absolutely love this pile of mushy garbage that yeah. brings me to the, the childhood joy that I once experienced and never can quite grasp And again. you don't need to chew, so when we remove your teeth, you can just shovel that Tuna Mac right down. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, uh, tuna fish casserole, the way my mom makes it is... A struggle meal, like yeah, yeah. it's it garbage. It costs less than but a dollar amazing. to feed a family of four. Yeah, yeah. So, but it. Uh, but I that's mean, the only thing I like tuna in. Anything else, tuna is gross. Yeah, because you drown it out with cream of mushroom soup and cream of chicken <laughs> and a lot of salt and pepper. And Do you make cream of tuna? No. Why is that gross? <laughs> why is cream of tuna gross? You know exactly, so Josh. Gross. You know exactly why it's gross. Okay, don't play this little cream of chicken is gross. <laughs> yeah, but cream of tuna is infinitely worse. Cream of tuna is just caviar, right? You shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> I don't listen. I judge your roommate for you. Do something to mitigate the smell. Light a match. Uh, cook it outside on a campfire. Oh. Sniff coffee beans. Oh, well, doesn't that clear the palate? Won't that just make you keep <laughs> smelling, smelling it over oh, and over again? Good call. Yeah. All right. I have an actual. So that was a listener submission, but it was so quick and we were easy to judge. So I think there needs to be a little line of communication going on. I think you need to understand why your friend makes this meal and why it brings them comfort. But maybe come to some form of agreement where they don't cook it while you're around. Yeah. Okay. Bye. It's right. a very acrimonious way to end that. No, it wasn't. I'm pissed about it, so it's a little acrimonious for me. (laughs) All right. So this one was also sent on Instagram. Um, This woman says, I was at a soccer game this past weekend enjoying our local team and found myself in a predicament. I want to preface this by saying, sorry, my phone is glitching. The stadium was only serving tuna mac. (laughs) 
It was a walking tuna mac. <laughs> crushed up Doritos. It was $16. With an instant mac and cheese and spare tuna they found. I want to preface this story with the fact that this is, in this particular arena, there is a spirit section where there's an entire band, spirit captains that lead chants and things and people decked out in costumes and all, all out. And at certain parts of the game, everyone thrashes around and throws beer and water everywhere. I can't imagine this for a soccer team. This sounds wild. It's in a different country. I was sure. going to say, they wouldn't call America. it soccer, right? They would call there it football. There are places that call it soccer. Ew. The word soccer actually uh, actually originated in Britain. It stands for um, associated something. And then Americans took it, and the Brits were like, oh, I don't like that no more. We're calling it footy. Anyway. A place for those who want to be noisy and rowdy. Then there's the boxes that are overly priced, general admission, and a premium section. My partner and I were in the premium section to celebrate a milestone anniversary. Brag. Pretty decent seats, perfect view of the field. And in the row behind us was a family of four. Mom and dad and two young kids, roughly eight to ten years old. Little snot blowers. All having a grand time and being pretty decent. Except... One of the kids decided to bang along with the spirit section on a plastic lid. Okay. okay. That seems like normal behavior. That sounds like it won't be that loud. I also want to state that I've been in childcare for 13 years as a nanny slash au pair and a Montessori teacher. And I am almost done with my master's in education. I feel that I've been in that field long enough to know how kids function and my patience is pretty decent. Anyway... What's about to happen here? I struck the child. I I turned around and informed the parents, your kid's probably autistic. Uh, Do you see how they're finding this rhythm to... What's going on here? At first, the kid would bang along with the spirit squad. No big deal. But then the kid was just endlessly endlessly banging the fuck out of this plastic lid and bottle to where it was driving everyone crazy, especially the elderly woman directly in front of them. Why mm. did they say anything then? She and her family ended up leaving due to the persistent banging. I so badly wanted to turn around to the mom and be like, hey, I know your child is enjoying the game so much, but the endless banging is getting a little too much for us. That's actually what that one person said about their parents and the, yeah. and the th- swinging. But I never did because I didn't want to ruin the kid's time. But I'm just having a hard time understanding why the parents didn't compromise with their child with the consistency of the banging. If they could see that the general population around them uh, was disturbed by their child's actions. I feel there's some gray area here that the parents you know, should have said something to their child. But I also feel like the child was truly having the time of their life. But also is is a point where children do do need to learn that their actions can affect others around them positively or negatively. Everyone in the area is there for a premium time. And if your kid wanted to bang around on shit, then they should have gone gotten tickets in the spirit section. I feel like it's one of those situations where one loses out and everyone else benefits or one is having fun and everyone else is suffering. I type uh, one of those types of situations. Mm -hmm. Would I have been the asshole if I had turned to the kid's mom and asked her to tell him to stop? What do the judges think? Erica, as a soon-to-be mom, what would you do if this was you and your child? Spill the tea. (laughs) First off, she ain't taking her child no soccer game. Take him to baseball like a true American. You You can't (laughs) boo me with my own boo noises. I don't approve. Erica, what would you do if this was your child? Your child. I think that I would definitely notice if people around were getting annoyed. And I would probably say something to my child, like, hey, let's only do this at the same time as the spirit band or the spirit section or whatever. I want, uh, for me, I think it really depends on the size of the sporting event. Cause, like, like, have you guys been to like professional sports? Nope. Like, there's two types of people at a professional sporting world those who are there to be loud, the Joshes. The people vibe no, in. actually. <laughs> Josh is there for analytical yeah. reasons. And then people who aren't going to be loud. Uh, it's, uh, sports teams r- require people to be loud. That's what gives them home field advantage. Other things as well. But that's the whole point. So, like, 
yes, there is a spirit section, but like that doesn't mean every other part of the crowd has to be like perfect little soldiers. You know what I mean? Yeah. But kids are annoying as fucking shit. So I guess in this situation, here's here's the Josh dad move. Okay. If this was my little tyke, that's not true. If I was in your shoes, listener, I would peep for when the dad's getting up, go take a leak or grab a beer as men do. There's two types of dudes in this world, those who grab beers and those who take leaks. Um, stealing produce, not pissing. Yeah, you kind of fall into one or the other category. Uh, and as the parents separate from the kids saying like, hey, do you mind if, you know, you maybe say something to your kid? I wouldn't want to do it in front of the kid. No. I because then it that. feels like you're parenting the kid, like, yeah. in, like by proxy. And that would, pit. if I were the parent and somebody turned around and was like, hey, control your kid, I'd be like, oh, this dude's getting way more offbeat. Absolutely fuck you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't know. If I was at a sport game and there's like a kid cheering the games, I don't think I'd be that upset about it. But hey, that's just me. Here's the problem. The only person that legally could have said anything was that grandma and she took the coward's way out. Yeah, she had seniority. So now you're all you all have to deal with it. <laughs> she took the coward's way out. Yeah. Grandmas are already normally just fucking bitches like <laughs> you gotta this is your chance yeah my grandma was 100 percent that bitch so i'm a quarter that bitch that's yeah. how genetics work would you let that joke go please no <laughs> you know for <laughs> hating genetics enough. you really keep bringing that shit up for real for it, real it's a love-hate relationship okay i love to hate it me too <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i don't know i guess it is tough because like on one hand, like if you're in uh, the sporting event situation, like if I was at a restaurant and some little fucker was like beaten along to a band poorly, I yeah. would. You would turn around and you'd throttle the kid. You'd take him by his <laughs> shoulders and you'd throttle him until he stopped. That's what it's called, right? When you shake somebody. <laughs> sure, man. Uh, no, that would that would annoy me a lot more. Or like in a movie theater, a place where you're supposed to be quiet, you know, or like a movie more theater re- allows striking. Obviously. <laughs> They actually oh go through God. and check the aisles to make sure people are striking each other. <laughs> if, if you're in a the, the, to me, the live sports make it different. If I was in any other situation, pretty much where it's like you need to be more considerate, then that'd be a whole other issue. You know how loud sports what games are. What if this are? is an open arena versus a domed arena? Does that make a difference? I mean, to you, it depends on how the opened arena is designed because opened arenas can actually sometimes be louder than domed arenas. Like nerd, Century Link Field nerd. in Seattle, the Seahawks. Loser. Nobody cares about this dweeb. The twelfth man <laughs> got his ass. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that she would have been a very nice person if she said something to the mom. I think, like you said earlier, taking or you know, following him to the bathroom or whatever in a non-weird way. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not for striking. We're following them to the restroom. <laughs> Confront them in private. No, uh, or I mean, if you know, she said she's worked with children for a really long time. You could say something to the child, like, "Oh, you're really having fun, huh?" Where the child doesn't get it, but the mom could be like, "Oh, yeah, you need to calm down," because parents. And I will learn soon enough, I guess. Um, but in one of my um, reproduction classes in college, we talked about how parents are desensitized I was gonna say, yeah. to the noises and the actions of their children. So when yeah. when a parent's child is screaming in the grocery store, they're not, you know, as likely to freak out about it or be annoyed by it as somebody who doesn't have children. Yeah. So. Yeah, to them, it's just the same old Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy's been beaten off beat his whole life. He just bangs his beat to a different drum. But yeah, I I think that you would have probably been the asshole if you said something. There was there's definitely like a way to go about it. Yeah, you should have just gave dirty looks to the parents the whole time. That would Easy. have been my move, to be honest, because I don't like confrontation. Yeah, just give glares. This is the only time we're not advocating communication. <laughs> We're giving out glares this time. And this one, that's, always, always, that's nonverbal communication. Listen, I will always advocate for communication. I just might not do it myself. A little bit of leering. Um, I will say, and then we can throw out to the outro unless you have another short story. I, 
I don't think it's a short story. Well, let me check. Christian's dick must be huge because you do not understand the concept of short. Erica. This correct. Technically, this is a short story. It's less than ninety pages. But, but also <laughs> the only dick I've seen, so I don't. You've never Maybe seen I another dick. Dead that ones. seems impossible. I've seen dead ones. You've never seen a porn, a movie where porn they're hanging. Not on. realistic. There's realistic porns. Homemade? Name one. Listen, I typically don't watch porn with dongs in it, so... That's fair. Uh, anyway, Aurora and I were at uh, Walmart last night. Now, another late... Was it last night? Two nights ago? Another late night Walmart sesh. It's go- absolute goblin mode it, in a Walmart. It really is. And we were looking at... Cl- uh, in the clothing section, just a few things caught our eye. Yeah, I buy clothes from Walmart sometimes. Fucker, this was a $90 sweater. This one's not from Walmart. Okay. I, I don't know why you're uh, trying yeah, to brag on us like fine. that. Walmart's got some cute shit. Wow, the judges really are paying you good, huh? It's crazy <laughs> that we're having to shop at the Goodwill and you're getting $90 sweatshirts. <laughs> I'm having to shop at the Goodwill <laughs> for your shirts. Uh, no, it's no, actually no. the yeah. Acrimony. Aurora I'm shopping at the us. Acrimony. No, she eyes, I show up and pay because <laughs> oh, okay. she can't buy because she's working. Anyway, we're at Walmart and Aurora, we'll just say it, she believes she's autistic. Okay. Uh, I thought you were going to, she shit her pants in Walmart and I was like, oh no. And we, a long time ago when the movie first came out, we watched the Sia movie. Okay. I can't remember what it was called now. Music? Music? Horrible movie because it's sponsored by Autism Speaks. And if you don't know, Autism Speaks is a dog shit organization that Mm -hmm. believes autism is a disease and they're trying to like rid it instead of like yeah like yeah instead of you know just treating autistic people who have autism like like people anywho there was you know how there's like the uh pride section at target for whatever reason walmart has an autism section are you serious (laughs) like we walked up and there was a shirt that said uh it was a kid shirt it wasn't like a a toddler shirt it was like a kid shirt a youth shirt that said like I bang, I bang my drum to my own beat, and I pointed at it, and I started laughing, and then the tag on it said "Autism Speaks." Aurora lost her shit. It was so fucking funny. It's like what a bad shirt. Very strange. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Wonderful. But you know what? This wasn't a bad episode, Erica. It was a banger. You said pre-pod, this is going to be a British sausage of an episode, and I said, "What's that, Erica?" And you said, "A banger," and I said, "Oh, Erica, I've been ready for this all night." Remember? This was said at the top of the sode. Oh, well, not even before before we were even recording. Yeah. Yeah. And it was. You delivered on promise. Oh, thanks. And how about we deliver our outro? Mash those socials onto us, Erica. Oh, uh, you can follow us on. <laughs> She's screaming her eyes. <laughs> I've, I've never heard such loud eyes. I need a prompt. Otherwise, I just mumble. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon, and Instagram. And our handle is at Pod, J-U-D-G-I-E-S, pod. And hey, if your great-grandparents are like a serial killer or something, or you got some juicy, hot family tea that you need to spill to a couple internet strangers, send that on over to us at our Gmail. It's judgespod at gmail.com. And uh, maybe we'll listen to it. We'll read it someday. And send in listener submitted sounds. Okay, Josh, say whatever you have to say. That's I'm it. done. You can hit the button to transition out whenever you want. You are in control here. You are one what third about of a the... little bit of tension. What if I just wait <laughs> to push it? It'll you'll push it when we least expect it. A now. Acrimony. It, <laughs> this is gonna end on acrimony if you guys keep talking shit. Okay? What you do about it? Did you love you? Bye. <laughs> you, you talked. Christian delayed, and then he had already set in his mind he was gonna say the judge you love you. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.